Are you ready for change? Hit it! That's what I'm talking about! Wait! Okay now, from the beginning. Hit it, boys. You're listening to the Mr. Change Agent Podcast with your host, Ron Ovitt, president and founder of Empower Ministry. He's a recovery coach, a pastor, teacher. He's an author and the creator of emotional relearning. And, you know, we've been doing this as uh, quite a few podcasts now and uh, plan on doing many, many more. And you have quite a ministry of uh, helping people through changing habits and working with addiction and such. And I guess I have a question for you. You're a pastor counselor, a pastor. I mean, you don't, many people don't think of ministers or churches getting very involved with this type of thing. I mean, a lot of churches have the AA program and all that kind of thing, but you're talking about real everyday situations here, and I'm sure a lot of the audience is resonating with a lot of what you say. What's that have to do with the pastorate or with being a minister? (laughs) I mean, how'd you get into this? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I think uh, if they heard our f- first podcast, I got a little bit into my past, but I came, I was a phobic child. Now, a lot of people don't know who you are. This is Rod Ovett, my twin brother, uh, <laughs> that's doing the announcing and that. And so we were raised twins. And here's a classic example. Raised in the same household, went through the same things, but somehow I picked up a real strong anxiety. And I, I had uh, phobias. There was times when I, I c- we couldn't even go on vacation because I was passing out and stuff like that. And well, I have a confession. At night, Ron, I would jump, stand over the bed with a mask on every night, and you just never knew is it. Is that what it was? <laughs> no, thanks, Rod. <laughs> but, but anyway, so here, here's a case where I had that. And the trouble with children, trouble a lot of times, is that it gets amplified over and over and over again. For example, if a, a young, let's say a young girl feels that... Uh, there's body image issues going on. Sometimes it happens more with girls than guys. And they're in school and she feels people picking on her and stuff like that. And so she sees these two popular girls and she's walking uh, past them and all of a sudden the one glances at her and then the other looks and they start laughing. Well, who do you think she thinks they're laughing at? Mm -hmm. Her. Now they could have been laughing about anything, but to her right there at that moment, that reinforced I'm ugly or I'm this or I'm that, whatever it is. And so we have this going on over and over again. My anxiety continued. So even a significant moment in my life was when I became a Christian, you know, at 11 years old. And we were very successful in our faith at high school. We talked to people. We had a Christian club. I went on and started the ministry when I was 20. So the ministry was very important to me and and my faith I believe helped me with a lot of these issues. But I had some pretty severe anxiety when I was in my 20s and even the, when I was in graduate school in the 30s that I had to wrestle with. So over time, through studying, counseling and stuff, I was able to overcome some of this. But I've always, ever since I struggled with it because I was in ministry, I wanted to help people with this. Uh, to me, Jesus cared about the whole person. I mean, he healed people. And uh, to me, there was no question that this is where people hurt. God cares about this. God cares about these things. And so do I. And and the Bible uh, teaches us to bear each other's burdens, help each other. So I I have a, a book called Power Up that they can get online on Amazon that's nothing but scriptural affirmations on all kinds of emotional issues. I try to apply the scriptures where they help. I believe in the prayer. I believe in all that. Now, 
do you have to, you know, do I force that down people's throats? No, of course not. If you've listened to our podcast, you can see I'm not doing that a lot now. I'll be happy to talk about it any time, and there will be times when I'll talk about, well, where's faith fitting here? But I have plenty of other stuff that they can listen to and do that. But I want to address habits, and some of it is just regular teaching, I guess. So, But I do care as a, a pastor, and I think God cares, and so I'm proud to be able to do this. I, I want to wax eloquent here as a theologian for a moment, but uh, what's interesting is uh, we've had many talks about this. As you listen to Ron and as you get deeper into his teaching and such, uh, a lot of this, he talks about the brain, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the mind, and so did Jesus, and so did Paul, and the Bible is full of illustration and analogies and direct imaging of the mind. Mm-hmm. We're to renew our mind. Uh, it's interesting, uh, the Greek word there in the New Testament was noose, and uh, that goes all the way back to Plato and the other philosophers, and their definition of the mind was that ability to see a camouflaged soldier among the rocks or the terrain. So when your mind was that ability to discern and to see things even if they were hidden, that's what they were trying to aspire to. They wanted to see eternal life. They wanted to see God, the image of God. They wanted to better themselves through the mind. That's what Gnosticism or Gnosis knowledge was all about. And so, yeah, Paul, they all talk about the mind and the renewing. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And so a lot, I just say that just as a preface here, because a lot of what you're talking about, regardless of the religious belief of who's listening here, coming from a Christian standpoint, God covers that. He talks about the brain, and we Mm -hmm. want you to know that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And I just marvel the more you talk about the brain and the way it works, how what a system. There's no computer's going to catch up with that for a long time. No, it's incredible. uh, It's the most incredible complex thing in the the universes. Uh, It's amazing. I often tell that. I say I live in Chicago, teach in Chicago. I said I can't show you mountains to teach, say how great God is. I can't take you to the ocean and say, boy, look at that, isn't God great? But I can tell you about the brain. You know, that little thing that sits in our head is the most complex, incredible. We are so fearfully and wonderfully made. And the beauty is, is that the brain, what, what's so exciting about this, we know how the, we're knowing more and more how the brain works. And, and the mind is separate, you know, the mind. And so when we work with the mind, we can actually change the brain. And, and so it's pretty exciting. So that's, that's kind of what we do here. That's, that's how I got into it. I love to share the spirituality, too, for anyone that's interested. Uh, I have plenty of things on spirituality. In fact, I've got a book out on uh, completing the 12 steps. Many people don't complete the 12 steps, and in there I have a whole section on spiritual Christian spirituality. Uh, so. Let me put a plug in here. I mean, you can go to Amazon. Mm-hmm. Just go to Amazon.com or Kindle and just type in Ronald Ovid. Ronald Ovid and all of his books will come up. So if you're interested in that, Amazon Kindle will have those. We're talking about triggers here, Ron. Quickly define a trigger again and continue with the with the lesson here. Well, okay. Um, we're talking about triggers, and triggers are that you know stimulus response or trigger is the common word that we use a lot of times. Something triggered me, and you've had that happen to you. You know, you're you're going, and all of a sudden, boom. You're, you're triggered, and all of a sudden, I gotta have it, I gotta have it. And so, what I call that is trigger management. 
trigger management. So what I want to talk about in this podcast and in the next one is how do we manage some of these triggers? And here's a few things that we can just say real quick. Uh, First of all, you need to have a change mindset. It's amazing how scary it can be to change. You know, when I work with homeless people, and uh, if I can get them early enough, there's three stages of homelessness. If I can get them before they hit that third stage where they're living on the streets, I often tell them, if if we don't change now, change pretty soon, it's going to become a state of mind. And it's really hard to change a state of mind. And a lot of us have states of minds where it's it's always been this way, and so it's going to continue. And we and we need to know that we can change this. Change is scary, but we can change. There's hope today. So we need to say change is good. Change is good. And the goal of this podcast and of Mr. Change Agent period isn't to elevate myself. The goal is to help you become your own change agent. You're the hero of this story. You're the one that has to do the change. And I believe that we can help you be your own change agent. So how do we do that? First, be like an inventor. You know what I love about an inventor is that they don't stop the first time they try, (laughs) right? Thomas Edison, right? How many, a thousand times he kept looking for the right filament in the light, you know? So an inventor keeps looking. When it doesn't work, he goes, well, that didn't work. Let me try something else. Or you can be like a detective. You know, I love Sherlock Holmes. You know, there's something about deductive reasoning that excites me. And to manage your triggers, you're going to have to utilize deductive reasoning. You're going to have to look for clues, motive, modus operandi, right? That's, I mean, that's cues, stimulus, and response, right? And so you need to hire yourself to really investigate what's going on. And here's the key. You need to be the best detective you can, as if your client's life depended upon it. And with some of these habits, your life is dependent upon it. So you need to figure this out. You need to work at it. And you need to be your own change agent. Here's a saying we have, if nothing changes, nothing changes. And so we need to look for change. And so we'll talk in the next podcast on how do we manage some of the cues. And what I'd like to offer uh, our audience is that we have a book, Managing Your Triggers, ebook that we'll give you free if you'll just go to www.empowerforliving.com forward slash trigger. And uh, we'll be able to send that to you. So that's www.empowerforliving.com forward slash trigger. And we'll go ahead and send you that book. Okay, you've been listening to the Mr. Change Agent podcast with your host, Ron Ovitt. And uh, just tell your friends about it. Tell them where to find it, and they can listen to them as well. And be sure to go to uh, the Mr. Change Agent YouTube page, Facebook page, and soon coming, the uh, we'll have another website as well for you to look at. We'll tell you about that later. So thanks for joining us. Join us again on the Mr. Change Agent podcast.